Before we start today's episode, I just want to let you know that the doors to my Trade Winds Retail course are opening on the 6th of October. That's really, really soon. Trade Winds is a practical and comprehensive online course that will guide you through towards building the business of your dreams. I have poured my heart and soul into designing the perfect course for fellow passionate and entrepreneurial people who are ready to supercharge their current business or start their own business and in particular their own retail business. My Trade Winds Guide to Retail covers everything you will need and want to know about starting a business. I want to make the process of launching and navigating your business incredibly easy and share my secrets so that you can discover how not to learn the hard way. So if you dream of owning your own business or having more flexibility and control over your life, then Trade Winds is for you. Head over to tarasolberg.com forward slash tradewinds to add your name to the waitlist and I'll send you an email as soon as the doors are open. I'd love to see you there. Welcome to Tradewinds. I am your host, Tara Solberg, the founder of Few and Far and Indigo Love, two halves of one thriving business. I am a South Coast girl from a small town and when I launched my business over 10 years ago, I had no idea what I was doing. What I did have was passion, drive and a commitment to learn as much as possible on my way. I will take you through each chapter of my unique business story. You will get real insight into the lows and highs, the trials and triumphs and the many, many lessons learned. In fact, I will share all of the things I wish I knew when I was starting out all those years ago. So consider this your personal invitation to take the first step on the journey of a lifetime towards owning your own business. One of the biggest questions I get asked is, what's it like working with your husband? Because let's face it, I know a lot of people who immediately tell me that they couldn't work with their partner, especially in such a close capacity every single day and that's something that I'm or I'm certain I can speak for both of us when I say we are extremely proud of and couldn't imagine running our business any other way. As much as we are very similar in some ways especially with the both of us being so involved in the creative side of the business we are also quite different in our preferences for which areas of the business we like to be more involved in or where our strengths are better utilised. And thankfully for us, those areas are different, which is what makes our partnership work so well. But we didn't just throw ourselves into this without some kind of indication that it could work. We'd worked together for five years at Ocean and Earth, where Danny was actually my boss. <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> but having worked well together for this period of time already, gave us the guarantee that we could have a pretty amazing partnership. When it came to starting our own business, the decisions to work together in this just came naturally and the idea that it was an adventure that we could both be involved in was something that was never questioned and always just assumed. While it's been an extremely rewarding experience, it hasn't been without its challenges. As most married couples would know, you're not always going to agree on everything. 
and I'm pretty sure our staff could testify to that. And when it comes to a business, you need to make sure that you are taking the emotion out of any of the decision making and rationally think through processes or end results in order to stay on track. We often ask the question, is that what's best for the business? And if we are making it personal, then we need to rethink the way we are approaching things and look at the situation from an outsider's perspective. Overall though, I wouldn't have it any other way. Having my husband right by my side to support me through the harder times and to lift me up and inspire me through the exciting times, that's what I call a successful and meaningful partnership and something I really value. So I hope this episode provides you with a bit of an insight into how both Danny and I work together and perhaps it may inspire you to consider how you could potentially work alongside your partner in creating a business that gives you the flexibility and an opportunity to enjoy a life of your own design. Welcome back to another episode of the Trade Winds podcast. So here I am again, sitting at the dining table with my favorite guest, Danny, who's joined me again today to talk about, uh, I guess, working together and our relationships working together and the different roles that we played during our time in business right up until now. So thanks, Danny, for coming. (laughs) (laughs) So... We'd been working in the stores, obviously, both of us since uh, end of 2009. And it came up to around the time of 2011, where we actually got married that year. But during that time, how would you say that we worked together? I think we've always worked together really well. Um, I don't know. I can't remember if we went over it, but... I employed Tara in our previous... <laughs> well, I, I didn't actually employ you. I mean, I was part of a group that employed you. I was yeah. design design team and you came on into our team, I guess, and I was part of that interview. But um, I don't know. We've always worked really well together. I think I think that's been... I've always said it, the key to our success. If if there's one thing that's made us, it's... It's, it's our little team we have. But we can work together. Yeah. yeah. And obviously coming from that previous job, we knew that we could work together. So going into business together for us was kind of like a no-brainer really. It's just, it's just well, I remember in our old jobs we'd sit up, you know, we'd talk about, you know, um, what we were doing in, in design or whatever and, and you probably most of the time you know you, you get frustrated you think about ideas but then you probably a lot of it was frustration and then but when you got your own business together and you're sitting there you know late at night talking about ideas you get excited and then someone and you say another idea and like, yeah we can do this and then we can do this and that that energy you feed off it and Bouncing it just multiplies yeah, yeah and I think that's the secret is whether it's um, you know, a business partner of any of any form, you've got to have one someone that gives you energy that inspires you, and I think that's what we have, which is great. Yeah, definitely. And I guess even in our previous jobs too, like we were we worked very similarly together as well, like just with the ideas and different opportunities and all those sorts of things. Like I know even you know walking through America and going through all of the stores and that 
I guess we both kind of shared the same ideas or had you know the same enthusiasm for what we did, mm. <laughs> which has been really helpful and traveling. Yeah, and, and even though sometimes you know you're you're definitely a lot more educated in interiors than me. Um, you're. Well, that's my passion. Yeah, that's it is. What, yeah. And my passion's probably more business, even though I think I'm design orientated, and I guess I have an an eye. Um, um, but I think that that again is like compliments. You know, I, have, I tend to sort of more enjoy the strategy and the structure, and you're more passionate about interiors. But we can still look at something, and without you knowing without me knowing whether you like it or not, I can still go, oh, yeah, Tara like that. And then straight away you like it. You know? <laughs> or I'll say, well, that thing looks a bit weird. Danny will probably buy that. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess um, going back to that time, I know that even, you know, right up until now, our roles have, within the business have probably changed quite a bit or they've evolved and they've changed and, you know, all... Uh, working to our different strengths or even just the different stages that we're going through in business like I know that when we first started out it was it was my thing like I wanted to own a homeware store I wanted to open a homeware store but at the same time you were still excited by that idea as well it's not like you didn't want to do that it was more yeah you're I reckon you're more we're we're both very aesthetic I think we're both got vision and both share a vision like when we look at something we go oh that'd be good in there and yeah that's what i was thinking yeah um so vision isn't a problem but i think in business you're more aesthetic in that way as far as your interiors but i'm probably more numbers based not that i'm good with numbers but maybe logistical yeah i'm more strategic (laughs) um bigger picture like i get excited about yeah when we could do this and then we could open that store and then we could you know do that and i get excited about you know when you when you're buying stuff you you know you're looking at pricing and margin and how that would work and then if we get to them and you're storing them and that that excites me that whole business yeah thing excites me and the and the opportunities and that's you know, probably like what you've been like from the beginning whereas yeah. i feel like i i'm there right now as well like yeah as I said, yeah, we've definitely yeah, changed. I can remember the first week I started working in the shop. I think I said it before. <laughs> is I walk the dog every day, and I was always thinking about numbers side. You know, like looking ahead, going one day we're gonna have a shop that's gonna turn over this much, and we'll do this, and we'll do this, and we'll yeah. you know crack that ceiling, and we'll do that. Whatever. Whereas I was look, thinking about how it looked. <laughs> yeah, you were probably thinking about like, oh, I just want to go and buy that. I just want to yeah. go and buy that. I just want to go and buy that. Yeah. But I guess, um, yeah, even thinking about back then, you know, you kind of, well, <laughs> you sat in the back office area of the Huskisson store with this little smirk on your face looking at your footy tips. <laughs> <laughs> That's when we didn't have much to do. <laughs> it was pretty easy back then. Just Working. sit in the shop and wait, really. I mean, there was very little online. Oh, you were happy on. to just watch me unpack the orders? No. <laughs> just joking but yeah it's definitely been something where yeah at the very start I think it was probably more me um you know pushing to do certain things but you sort of trailing along and really enjoying it but then there's been times throughout the business as well where you've kind of had to push me 
um, to I think when we had kids, yeah, you know, um, it took you out, and then yeah, you know, it was a bit down the line a bit. But I was working pretty hard, and I was going hard at, at I guess, the structure of what we we're doing and where we wanted to go, and how much we wanted to do, and how big we wanted to get. Or, um, yeah, so I think that's I was driving pretty hard then. I mean, looking back, probably a lot of people around saying I was really demanding and. Uh, <laughs> um, probably am now but I think I was a lot more demanding back then because I was really pushing hard and I know I used to come home and I had to hassle you you know and go okay good let's you know have a look can you have a look at this can you have a look at this can you have a look at this what do you think I need to make a decision let's go let's go let's go and it was probably more me pushing and now it's you know probably turned back a bit <laughs> yeah probably me pushing you <laughs> or me, areas, me with more ideas and things that I would like to pursue but yeah mm. Yeah, no, but it's definitely changed. And I guess now um, that the business has sort of, you know, got its separate areas, you are more involved in that logistical kind of operation side of the business. And I'm more retail focused with the retail side of the business and the aesthetics and the merchandising and all that sort of thing. But then we both come together to build ranges and work on, like you said, the bigger picture. I don't know if you want to go into it too far now, but even now, like we overlap a lot. I don't know if many people would know, but um, say like cushion ranges, I design the cushion ranges. Yeah. Um, you know, I would do all the buying for one-offs. Um, you know, we there's there's places we've gone to do buying where you've gone and then I've mm-hmm. gone next trip. Taking um, it in turns. Yeah. Well, we like, had to do that both with having children. Yeah, like, we'd, we'd go, yeah. one of us, only one of us could go where we used to both go. Um, so think a lot of the jobs we do we 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 actually seriously share them but yeah yeah these days you're probably definitely more involved in retail <laughs> yeah. well let's let's go back then so back to that time when we got married so it's 2011 it was may in 2011 um and at that time obviously we were still both working in the stores and we got married and we decided to go on our, ter- uh, our on our honeymoon the day after or not the two course, days two days after we got married because that was which know, was a great idea it was such a good thing to do definitely recommend that yeah. people <laughs> when you delay people delay honeymoons I, I i i don't know i no. just think it was such a good idea keep to it go. in the yeah. moment yeah that excitement going all that sort yeah, of thing it was just even before that, I know I'd never really wanted a long engagement, but we just got engaged before we opened the store. And then, so then we just got too busy to get married. Mm. So then I remember even for our wedding, just um, sending out like save the date text messages. <laughs> we were so busy and we didn't have money either. We didn't have a lot of money. We did the whole wedding for about $15,000 and that included my dress, Danny's suit, all of the bright, like the my bridesmaid's dress and you know your mm. brother's suit everything everything was fifteen thousand dollars so definitely did it on a budget but it was still a really beautiful wedding it was really simple and i wouldn't change anything even now so two days later we went on our honeymoon to turkey so why turkey well, i think i had the idea well <laughs> 
the idea of Turkey was born basically from some blogs that I'd been reading probably, you know, a few weeks before or a few months before. And I'd gotten onto this new concept of these Turkish overdyed rugs. And I, I remember seeing this particular blog post that had these beautiful overdyed rugs and they were in you know bright colors there was turquoises and pinks and all those sorts of things but done really tastefully and really beautifully so i thought turkey could be like the ultimate honeymoon destination where we could blend it in with work <laughs> always dragging you on on work kind of ideas i guess but Danny actually says that I can't really relax when I go on holidays, which is probably true for the first few days and probably why I chose Turkey because I thought, well, whenever I go on holidays, I always like to have the first few days. Tara's a bit lost on a tropical island. Um, <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's no uh, well, interiors to, to look at. Or, yeah, whereas I'm the opposite. I, I, just, I just tune out. Well that's, why, well, that's why Turkey was, I guess, the ultimate destination for me. And even now, thinking back, I think it was still one of the best holidays that I've ever had. I don't it was know pretty, what... I guess it was pretty exciting though, because we were still pretty new to, to business. We didn't, yeah. we didn't import, well, we import little bits, but it was all so new and it was just like another opportunity and it was, yeah. well, we, we were, were always looking to be doing something China. different and, yeah. and trying to you know, make our mark and be yeah. unique and everything. And I think it was just exciting to think that oh, we could go there and wonder what else they got and wonder what else they got. And, yeah. Uh, it's funny because I feel like we always had these, you know, these really big ideas and, and we've always kind of wanted to be, I guess, or imagined ourselves bigger than what we actually are. Like going over to Turkey to source these overdyed rugs, I remember we were probably one of the first in Australia like I remember at the time searching everywhere for these things and not being able to find them and there was only one store and that was in the middle of Sydney quite a large well-known store that had these rugs but they were like 15 to 20 thousand dollars each like they were so expensive and so I thought well let's go and try and source these for ourselves but again like thinking that we could go and do that even though we just had this like little store in Huskisson, <laughs> it was a pretty grand idea. Yeah. But I mean, that was, that was, the, that, that, that mentality was for some reason we just kept pushing to be better. Get the, yeah. And yeah. get these things, even though every time we turned up, I mean, you know, for people that don't know, you're turning up to places, you know, the deal in whether it's rugs or whatever it is that they, they're selling. And then, most of them are used to dealing with either Europe or America and the quantities and mm. and business that they're doing with these countries is just Crazy. mind-boggling. And then here you turn up, you know, basically, you know, little mum and dad shop. Yeah, can, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll probably look, we're thinking of maybe like six rugs. Like, <laughs> it, it's like without exaggerating, they do laugh at you. But in some places, in some places yeah. they've just, I think, maybe just seen the passion and, and I guess we're genuine and yeah. just like, yeah, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah. So Turkey, I guess, was the ultimate place to go and ultimate honeymoon destination for us. But So we had a few days at the beginning of the trip in Istanbul 
and then we kind of mixed it up and went you know to some of the the coastal areas cash which was one of my mm. favorite areas and then um we had time well, we went to cappadocia had a really fun hot air ballooning experience mm. there Danny <laughs> didn't love fan. that <laughs> um but then we came back to istanbul so we had you know the days at the start and at the finish to just make sure that we could source some carpets but everywhere you go in turkey you can buy carpets oh, turkey is <laughs> a crazy amazing. cool place yeah. it's just an amazing place amazing food you know the people were really nice um, just it's such a cool place so I guess even before leaving for our honeymoon I had it all kind of worked out so I I thought that I'd found a few suppliers over the internet again similar to how we kind of sourced out the Chinese furniture yeah so walking around the streets of Istanbul yeah. well we went to trying this, to find them and we went to the yeah the supplier that I found but then you know their prices were quite expensive and then we'd see them somewhere else and they'd be different prices but then the quality would be terrible mm. and you know, there's all those sorts of learning curves that we had kind of visiting and trawling the streets. And trust, hey, like yeah. when you haven't, you know, you're trusting people, you know, with, with you know, at the times a lot of money to you and you, yeah. you've never dealt with them before and you don't understand the process. and You have to pay before yeah, they leave. you so. pay before they leave. And so how's it work? You know, and then you, oh, you just give us the money. And, you, and then even how you know transferring international currency it's just mm. even that's like a you know there's good and bad ways to do that and then the freight costs as well yeah factoring that and then you think that you've got it all covered but then it arrives into australia and you've got duty and customs yeah. to pay so there's all of these associated costs but you know it was an amazing experience and and we did go back there several times mm. to keep buying more carpets and you know, during that time, I guess we've we've had a lot of apple tea, and Danny's talked politics with you no know, Turkish politics. Hmm. <laughs> but it's been, I guess, they were some of the really good special memories too. Like just walking through the bazaar, even and having a look at everything, and but also you know figuring out who you're going to buy from, and then developing relationships with that supplier and. You do feel more confident after you've made that first purchase and it's actually arrived. <laughs> the other thing I think of even with Turkey is, you know, look at some of the rugs. That we've got rugs that are bundled mm. up in our warehouse that, yeah. that we haven't put out that are worth a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but they're so special. Like, yeah. And we don't have anywhere for them yet, but hopefully one day mm. in a house that we have, yeah. <laughs> they will fit yeah, perfectly. Yeah, so, you know, those stories that you have, and you know, whether, one day they'll make it on the floor of our, our house and it'll be such a special thing to have those rugs in our house, you know, from those trips. And yeah. And I think um, that's probably one of the most special things about our experience with buying rugs from Turkey because... 
there is so many stories ingrained in those rugs and some of them you know they even have the dates woven into them or when you're sitting there um, you know speaking with the Turkish suppliers they kind of explain the stories to you and what the different symbols mean Mm. and all of that sort of thing there's there's rugs made out of um, like recycled rag and and cotton and you know thousands of colors used and all that sort of thing it's just so many amazing stories to be told through these carpets and just it's what makes it really special and I think I'll always have a really uh, strong um, love for I guess Turkish carpets I think I've always even as a kid I didn't even know what they were you know when you look at Persian rugs but I just I guess I was was just drawn to the color and the pattern I just love color and pattern and I think you know Middle Eastern rugs are just the ultimate they just make and break houses amazing rugs yeah even walking through the streets of turkey and like we've walked the streets of china or india or wherever it's been coming back to that whole concept of working together I think that's where our relationship and our working relationship is just really um, strong because that's where we really kind of, I guess, bring out the best in each other in terms of, or we realize how similar we are in terms of what we like and mm. like we can kind of look at each other and see the same thing in something mm. or see how that could work in a particular interior. And that's what's really exciting. Like when we see a piece and we both kind of look at each other and have that same expression on our face at the same time. So it's pretty, it's pretty, works pretty well like that. But even, um, you know, in business, the the business side of it too, you know, there's the business side where you you get excited about opportunities or, you know, like, I don't know, I think just having the energy, having someone that, because when you're in business, it takes so much energy. Yeah. It, I don't. If you're not in business, you it'd be hard to understand or believe how much energy it takes, takes yeah. to be in business. It's, you know, it's it's a twenty four seven. You know the. Well, you're constantly thinking yeah. whether it be about the business business itself, or whether you're thinking about your staff, mm. or whether you're thinking about what's going to happen next. All of that sort of thing. What can you do better? Yeah. So, but yeah. having someone, I guess, who's with you you know a lot of the time um it's easier to just go hey what i was thinking about this yeah okay that sounds like a good idea versus you know i guess not having someone and and having to rely on your own energy or your own you know ideas and i I don't know i can't imagine i can't imagine doing it on my own but even having that person alongside you physically is so much you know is so helpful because i know there's even been times where you know i'll be on a trip and i know the same goes for you and we do know and understand what each other likes and you know we get excited about things together but when you don't have that person next to you it kind of puts that little seed of doubt in your mind sort of wondering and you just it's almost like you just need them there for confirmation sometimes as well (laughs) yeah the other thing too is that things happen a lot quicker when yeah. you're when you're together you know when you've got make decisions some, yeah on the spot. you make decisions quick and things get done because it's one of the things you know with what we do is 
um, you know, this, this, I guess, speed to market is so critical. If you can yeah. make make good decisions and get them done and, and get your product in or buy or whatever it is you're doing, um, yeah, you just, it, it, it's such an advantage. The other thing I think is, is that we've thought along the same lines as far as how we mm. even merchandise stores. Like yeah. we would, you know, we would go to, you know, whether it was trade fairs in Australia and we'd, we'd sit there and they'd say, oh, you know, they come in a pack of six. And then both of us, you know, we would go, oh, what do you reckon, 20? Oh, no, I reckon 30. Yeah. Like we, we always thought like that, didn't we? One of yeah. us would say that and you get no, more. Just more. Yeah. We'd always <laughs> up, up it. We'd yeah. Just up it. And you're giving each other confidence yeah. as well to make those decisions. And then you kind of talk it out and go, oh, well, if it doesn't sell, then we can do this yeah, or yeah, yeah. whatever. So you're kind of brainstorming as you go along. Another advantage, I guess, to working together, I guess, even from you know the perspective of you and I is having that other person to really challenge you so I know there's been a lot of a lot of times even when it comes to say for example setting up a new store so I'll normally be the one that kind of draws out the store layout and works out the merchandising plan and all of that sort of thing but I often will take it to Danny after I've sort of worked the majority of it out same goes for a trade fair stand and that sort of thing and I'll kind of go, okay, well, what do you think about this? Um, you know, do you think this works? And then you'll often give me feedback where you think maybe part of it doesn't work or I could have done that a bit better. Yeah, sometimes it's, you know, oh, there's not enough product in there. There's not enough of this, not enough of that. And then Tara will be like, oh, I don't want that in there. And I'm like, well, you have to, otherwise you won't <laughs> sell it. Like, so there's, there's that, you know, uh, I know it doesn't look as good, but... I might argue with you for a while. Yes, but, and so there needs to be a compromise a lot of the time in between yeah. what necessarily looks. I mean, because trade fairs, for a good example, are really, really hard because you really want to put your best foot forward and everything you have. If you yeah. if you don't take it, it doesn't sell. Yeah, It's a bit like a shop. If you don't have it, you can't sell it. Um, but at the same time, you want it to look good or you want it to work and look you know aesthetically pleasing or whatever it is but yeah a lot of the times you have to make commercial decisions and sometimes when you're stuck in you know trying to make a space look good um commercially it it, it can take a, a hit so i think that's where both of us um can you know challenge each other a bit to keep it keep it on track and and get what you need out of it yeah and i even just coming back to that point that I made before about arguing with you for a little while I guess I, I will I would argue with you for a while but then I, I kind of only I just argue with you because I'm stubborn and I want to get my own way but <laughs> but then it probably then I, I kind of have a little bit of a think about it and I think yeah no he's probably right he's got a point okay I'll rework that and then after I've reworked it I'm like yeah I'm much happier with that I'm glad that you kind of push me that little bit or if I make the decision not to do it I'm happy that I still went with my kind of you know gut feel for what I had planned or whatever it might be you normally kind of sometimes your answer is usually like what do you want to ask me for you you know what you can do anyway <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you get stuck too like you yeah. get 
you know creatively stuck and yeah. then and i think sometimes I, I i'm you know maybe good for you in that i come in and go okay this is what you should do just focus on and it's always the same focus on one area at a time yeah start there don't worry about the big picture and just start there kick a goal and then as soon as you start kicking goals you kick another one you kick another one you get a roll and it's the same um i guess vice versa mm. as well like even if it's more like a business um, oriented question or an operations sort of question and you're like well, what do you think about this and then yeah just having conversations mm. back and forth with and I, and I reckon this is a, a, this concept like I guess what we're talking about now where we complement each other inspire each other it's you know if you don't have that I guess it's where mentors are so good and we've and we've yeah. even got to the point where okay we're inspiring each other but are we thinking big enough are we thinking mm. right and then you start thinking well together we've got this good thing if we get someone else who thinks different again you know we can you can add to that chemistry and then make it even better again or somebody who's already been there and done that yeah and, and that's can... where like i don't know mm. you probably want to talk about it later but that's where we got a lot a, a bit not stuck but we wanted to grow and we wanted to be better and we but Didn't we wanted to. to we were a bit impatient and we yeah. just wanted to go well sick of making mistakes sick of yeah. finding out for ourselves can we go somewhere where someone's going to go okay you've got a good thing so this is where you should be going this is what you should be doing this yeah. is how you should be doing it um explain to me what you do why do you do it like that why do you do it like this yeah and i think that's where if you don't because there might be people listening going oh well, i'm just on my own or there's yeah. a lot of people, obviously, who aren't going to be able to start a business with their partner yeah. or a partner. Yeah. Um, but but there yeah. has been a lot of times where you wished I was a carpenter or I, know, I wished an I accountant. was an accountant. <laughs> you know, but we're both, you know, in some ways it was it was great. We complemented each other, but we both could do the same things. Yeah. It would have been great if one of us was We're both creative. <laughs> both creative, so that's where it kind of gets a little bit difficult. And that's probably too where... Um, where we can have disagreements i guess like mm. we don't really have many but um when you've when you're both creative and you're both kind of looking at the same kind of thing that's where it gets a little bit harder yeah. because you, you know you're not the ones giving me my budget and i'm running with it mm. it's both of us kind of working out you know what we like and how we're going to make that work together and all mm. that sort of thing so yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> Everyone always asks, "How do you work together?" I just, I could never work with my husband, <laughs> and I always say it's because we worked with each other before. <laughs> but no, we do work well together. So I guess um, just coming back to Turkey, the only other thing that I did want to say about that also was okay. So we were in Turkey. We'd bought these Turkish rugs and we had had them organized to be shipped home and they did finally arrive which was amazing because like Danny said it can be really nerve-wracking especially when you've had to pay for something up front and you're not sure if it's going to come but you know we had tracking numbers and all those sorts of things um, mind you I have sent three and a half thousand dollars to Morocco once and got nothing for it. So make sure you really do your research on who your suppliers are and that sort of thing. That was a long time ago and three and a half thousand dollars was a lot of money back then at that, at that stage of our business. But yeah, it's really important just to make sure that you have researched your suppliers and you've, done, you've gotten the right information and can ask the right questions as well. 
Um, but so when we got these carpets and we finally had them delivered, we really understood the importance of being able to, I guess, portray a scene or to sort of show how these carpets could be, I guess, shown or used in somebody's home. And we thought it was really important to do a proper photo shoot of them, considering that they were new to the market and, you know, one of the first, um, I guess, making a bit of ground in Australia. Um, but yeah, so Danny's brother had a holiday house which we used to put these rugs in and I just remember that day it was actually so exhausting Mm. (laughs) I think we only had like six or eight rugs or something to take photos of and it probably took us all day because every rug we put down we put furniture on it like tables and chairs and things like that and we swapped the (laughs) tried to swap it so it didn't look like the same same room set up on the the same on a different room and we took the photos ourselves which was just you know not the right thing to do we probably should have had a professional photographer and or even you know at that stage maybe even a stylist to kind of set it all up properly but the thing was we did it was it was budget oriented but i think the under the sorry the important thing to understand was that we actually knew the value of how we wanted to market these things and how we wanted to present them and even though we did it the wrong way it still was the right idea Mm. i guess you could say (laughs) well we just again we were trying to do things you know like when you're small you're just doing everything yourself yeah yeah but definitely if we had have had a photographer uh, it, it probably would have been a lot easier even just mm. yeah fiddling around with the photography settings so while we were away on our honeymoon obviously we had the two stores running and our honeymoon was literally the first holiday that we had had in who knows how long Mm. we'd never had a holiday before that since opening the stores and we'd both been working in them seven days a week and i remember setting the date for the honeymoon and organizing all of that because part of that was mum my mum and denny's mum working in the stores so when one in each of the stores and yeah, so they pretty much had to do the seven-day-a-week thing, mm-hmm. each of them, while we were away, which we were really fortunate to have them because at that time, obviously, we didn't have any staff. So that was really the only way that we were mm-hmm. able to take a honeymoon. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I guess, and then when we got back from our, our honeymoon, they'd obviously been working, I think we were away for two or three weeks or something. I think it was t- just over two weeks. So they'd obviously obviously been working all of those days straight. So we kind of just got straight back into it, didn't we, when we got home? Yeah, we used to work a lot. We used yeah. to, we, it, it wouldn't be unusual just to be seven days a week, you know, especially come holiday season you know, because our stores are in a holiday area. I yeah. mean, I can still remember coming home and, you know, New Year's Eve, everyone was down the beach and they'd had a great day and, you know, you could tell they'd had a great day and you just, and then, you know, you've got to work the next day. So it's just, and we did that for years, Christmases, we'd have one day off Christmas Christmas day (laughs) and then back into it, Boxing Day and it would be busy and then we'd be, I don't know. 
we just did it for a long time. And I remember, I remember a lot of the time thinking, yeah, gee, you know, it, was, it sort of gets to you a bit sometimes. Well, I guess even after our honeymoon. So our honeymoon was in May and then that's coming into the quieter period mm. of Well, that's of why we chose May, wasn't it? Yeah. May was kind of the quiet, one of the quietest months. months. So we sort of chose that and we even you know, worked in our wedding and our honeymoon around our business as well. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, May obviously being the start of coming into winter, we it can get pretty quiet in Huskisson because there's that holiday trade isn't isn't there and like Danny said, it's like working in the store, it's it was like a roller coaster. Like some days you'd have these amazing days and you'd be you know on a high and high-fiving and all that sort of thing and then the next day it'd be you, you know you might not sell anything and mm. it's just like so up and down but i guess the important thing to to get or to take out of all of that and we often encourage each other to think like this is that it's not the day it's not really even the month but usually it's the quarter or the year as to how you're going you can't really gauge it from the days and that's what i guess really got to you didn't it like i i the one thing that when you've got a business is you, you do everything yourself so which is great because when you when someone you're employing you know now we've got 40 43 40, so yeah but when you 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 can pretty much say to them hey i've done this so I, I might not be doing exactly the same way you're doing it but in principle i've done it you know whether it's deliver furniture mm you know, pack an order, um, sell something, you know, work in the store. We've done everything. Gift wrap it, whatever. <laughs> you know, you've done it all to some point. But I think, yeah, for me especially, like I didn't mind being in the store, but um, I, I found it really hard day to day. I, I definitely found it when I was out of the store, I found it a lot easier to work on the business. You know, they mm. say that, you know, don't work in your business, work on your business. But, and it's very true, but a lot of people would say, well, I can't afford staff right now and that's fair enough. But for me, the, you know, you'd have a, you know, you'd have a great start to a month and you'd be sort of projecting a bit because you're in business, you're projecting, your number's driven by nature in some ways and you're sort of going, okay, this is going to be a good month. I've had a good start and, and then something would happen something whether it was weather or an event or something happened and your sales didn't get to where you thought they'd get to and then you just had an average month on par with last year and you're like oh yeah we'd be cursing the sunny days <laughs> yeah oh sunny days everyone goes to the beach you know, everyone goes to the beach and cloudy days they come in oh now it's pouring oh yeah. they won't come at no. all yeah um so you're just up and down with the days and you'd have a great day and you'd be on a high you'd be We'd be driving home, you know, sort of thinking about how well it's going and how amazing this life is that we're going to have and, and how we can build this and, you know, and you know, how people are talking about this and that, that'll work and, and all the ideas. And then you have those days where, you know, and you get through winter and it's like, oh, this is just oh, <laughs> a waste it, of time. You know, and, it gets, and it sort of gets to you. It, I, you found it, yeah. I found it particularly... Yeah, I was pretty happy to get out of the store. It's something that we've always said to our staff, though, as well. Like if you know, because they they're like us. Like if they have a slow day, that 
you know, it gets to them and, you know, they're disappointed that they didn't do more. But you just kind of got to say, look, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about what you do that day because it all evens out. And that's what you have to focus on. I think though, as an owner, you're a lot more sensitive to what happens in the register. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, I know we used to, through winter, we'd be like, we'd call them donut days. Have we mm. done a do- have you done a donut day? And then mm, some days that was the like, biggest. <laughs> that um, was the scary thing. We didn't do many of them, but it's like, yeah, that would that would. Be- or you'd have a day when you know all of a sudden the power went out. Yeah. And you had no power. Yeah. And no. It's like oh, well, that's to close a- up. Yeah, yeah. And like you just take that like oh, <laughs> you know like it it, it just it just. I or the F post machine goes down in the middle of the Easter weekend yeah, or something. <laughs> I think it, I think in some ways, you know, some people are okay with it, but for me being really close to the the fire, I guess in some ways, like close to how things work in within the store, it, it probably was better for me not to be in the store. I think looking back, when I got out it feels like it was easier to make the business grow. Yeah, well, you're not so immersed in it. You're kind of looking at it, obviously, from above mm. and working it all out. And, yeah, mentally it was probably better for you, which was meant it was probably better for me too. <laughs> Definitely. I remember our first employee. Yeah. It was such a big step, wasn't it? Yeah. Such a, you know, like, oh. We'll cover that in some of the coming episodes too. But, um, yeah, it's definitely been like we said we've done everything in the business and working in the stores for a long period of time was really important for us to do because we can see how it works and we know you know the types of things that we need to focus on as well which is really important but and I still actually love being in the stores I just don't want to be in them every day because I love doing the other stuff as well but yeah, I know that whenever I walk into the stores or I work in the stores for a couple of days, I I just absolutely love it. And I, I love the way that they feel and I love, you know, that customers are so happy when they come in and, you know, those good mood, moods rub off on you. And, yeah, I love working with all of the girls in the stores as well. So, But to yeah. me, I, to me I, I love trade events i love when we're selling at trade events i really enjoy being on the stand and i enjoy i actually really enjoy talking to people and listening to their stories and sharing stories and um i can sort of get into a bit of a have a chat mode (laughs) in trade fairs but i really enjoy it and the other thing is you know you you get to meet new people even other people that are exhibiting or whatever i really enjoy that side and learning from other people and being inspired from other people i find it it's always been amazing to you know if we could even talk to other shop owners we really um you know relish those opportunities too to speak to other people and learn from them yeah definitely we've obviously had 12 years of business now behind us and you know we've worked together this whole time very closely but things are very different now wouldn't you say yeah as they were compared to what they were well i think the business is you know because it's established and we've had these conversations even when we wanted to do something we've all we've we've always agreed that 
in some ways the hard yards are done like we've set these up we have people to help us you know that are good at what they do and yeah um you don't have to do everything yourself anymore things aren't as hard physically no but there's still but there's a lot more moving parts now um there's a lot more to think about yeah and people's um uh, you know you know, you're, you're responsible for other people's mortgages and yeah. all those things. I mean, things that you, you know, that when things get tough, you do sort of keep you up Think at about, night worrying yeah. about, you know, supporting that or how that's going to work, you know, with things like COVID or bushfires or whatever. So the the stresses and strains, I think, are, are, are a bigger scale. Bigger. But yeah. having said that, as things get bigger, your your resilience gets bigger too and yeah. your tolerance gets bigger you know what you Stronger. used to when you you know when you lost that three and a half thousand to morocco um it was devastating it was <laughs> I think you, did you cry oh probably <laughs> whereas now i mean i don't think you'd necessarily make that mistake now but you know we have i mean i just found out today our shipping rates are, you know through the roof yeah <laughs> thousands more than what they usually are and you've got no choice but to just sign it away and go yep ship it you just and we're going to have to work it. out how to deal with it yeah. but you know I'm, I'm, I'm not going to give it another thought until I have to but I guess so your, your tolerance gets better Yeah. but working together now is very different because they're talking about different things talking about bigger things and yeah it's you're speaking about the business on a very different level yeah yeah How would you say, because I know a lot of the questions that people have for us a lot of the times is how do you separate business from family time or, you know, your relationship? Basically? I don't know. I don't really think we do that much, you know, like, and, and one thing that I'm, we're conscious of is with kids, we've got young kids, yeah. but I'm, I, I'm kind of a believer in, you know, kids just learn, I think it's, Good for them. I think it's good for them to hear our conversations, and we're very conscious of how we talk in front of the kids. But I think it's good for them to hear the conversations we're talking about. They'll just get used to being, you know, mum and dad talking like this and making decisions and how they make decisions and the way they the way they resolve things. Um, Or I got off the phone the other day and Sarah's like, "Who was that? Was that another one of your work friends?" But yeah, we try and like, obviously we make time for family time and things like that, but it's not like we completely ever switch off. Like we do sort of have business conversations in front of the kids, but then it's not like full on kind no, of no, business. No, no. It's just like a comment here and there that we'll kind of go, oh, so-and-so said this. What do you think about this or whatever? So it's not kind of, yeah, and the kids are, and the kids often get involved in the conversations as well, which is mm. kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. But there are hard times when yeah. I, 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 I personally think I turn off quite easily. <laughs> I think I can turn on and off with work, you know, very easily, very comfortably. Um, but I don't think Tara does so well. <laughs> so the problem that I can have sometimes is, you know, and, and because we're we're passing the baton a lot with, you know, because we've decided that yeah. we want to spend a lot of time with our kids so uh, while they're young. 
So that sort of comes at a cost as we both yeah. can't necessarily, you know, leave home at 7.30 in the morning and get home at 6. One of us has it's always usually, got to be around. Yeah. And um, at the moment, probably Tara works more than I do. But when I get my windows, sometimes I can say, hey, Tara, let's have a look at this. And it might be, you know, 6.30, you know, and I just need a decision. No, it's usually... Well, it, you have really bad timing. <laughs> Like when I'm so. in the middle of doing something, like making dinner or bathing the kids, and Danny will be like, "What do you think of this?" I'm like, "Well, I can't really think about that right now." <laughs> yeah, so that's the challenge for me. Yeah, is is just getting answers and just sometimes easy answers. Sometimes you just got to be patient and go, oh, "Okay, righto." Well, at the same time well, too, like if I've been working all all that day or whatever, and then I come home. And I am bathing the kids. I probably, <coughs> I probably do need to actually take a step back and go. Hang on a second. Well, Danny has actually been home with them all day, and he's trying to get what he needs to get done now. So I really need to help him with that. But that's where I guess that we need to find that balance in terms of understanding, you know, where each other's at and all that sort of. You thing. do go to work a lot. Like you do. Yeah. You know, it's not un, it's not unusual for me to first thing get up check emails um, no and then even just nut a few off and then you know have another look half an hour later and you're just in and out in and out in and out and I think that's probably why I'm probably not so bad or find it easy enough to turn on and off because I am in and out in and out in and out yeah and then when you're with the kids you need to be with the kids so yeah you have Present. to yeah you have to yeah. be with them and if you're not if you're thinking about work then it just doesn't work yeah. They, they just they'll, they'll let you know yeah, definitely like when you're on a phone call and they're trying to climb up your leg or <laughs> yeah grab hold of the phone or join in on your zoom meetings yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh it's funny the challenges but yeah i definitely have really loved obviously working with danny and our relationship and our working relationship and i couldn't imagine any other way and definitely having that support there has really been so beneficial and I often think that I'm really fortunate to have him with me in that in the business side of things and obviously in life. So, yeah, if anyone out there is thinking about getting into business with their partner, obviously just assess your relationship beforehand and make sure that you are going to be able to work together and work out how you work together and the different kind of ideas and strengths that you have and how you can work together as a team. But, yeah, I've definitely have enjoyed our experience that's for sure yeah me too i think you know i often think it's you know being a team is so important and i think you know when you have a win it's like you know it's like a sport where you win the grand final or you win a game you know i, I love that and we win to share it. yeah that we yeah. win as a team and and even lately probably the last few years watching tara really take on things you know now that the kids are a bit older Tara's really having a go and that's pretty cool to watch and um yeah so supporting her and you know letting her go with these crazy ideas and well, podcasts that, and, and it's kind of good because I got the crazy <laughs> ideas and you're happy to be like daddy daycare sometimes <laughs> no, podcast yeah you're you're getting involved more than what you said you would yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thanks no for coming on again. 
Thank you for joining me this week on the Trade Wins Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or have found value in this podcast, I'd love you to leave me a review on iTunes or to share it on Instagram and Facebook for your friends. To see what special pieces of the world we've brought home, make sure you visit our website at fewandfar.com.au or pop into one of our beautiful stores located in Huskisson, Berry, or Barrel in New South Wales. And if you're thinking about starting your own retail business but aren't sure where to begin or you have an existing business you want to grow, head over to my website tarasolberg.com for more information on my Trade Wins online course where I share everything I wish I had known when I was first starting out in business. I look forward to you joining me again for our next episode. Thank you for listening.